Hi, this is Lisa Pierce, Executive Editor of Packaging Digest, with another episode of Packaging Possibilities, a podcast that reveals what's new and what's next for packaging executives and engineers, designers, and developers. I'm joined by our contributing writer, John Henry, and we're both here. He's also the owner of changeover.com, and uh, we're both here at the Pack Expo show, end of day one, and we wanted to share with you a couple of the really cool things that we've seen. John, thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, having me, Lisa, and uh, it's been a very interesting show, long day, a lot of walking, but very interesting. I agree. And one of the things that I'm going to talk about, I think, is going to make you happy because you have been talking about doing this for quite some time. Um, There was a system here that I saw from the uh, Promac booth that had incorporated cobots into the um, the system. It is a case packer. It was at the Brenton booth, which was at N is in Nancy, 5546, the Brenton booth. And um, it was the M3000, which is what was called a hybrid robotic and mechanical case packing system, which was so cool. So they had incorporated a uh, robot arm um, to do the case setup. And then um, you had an opportunity to do robotic product loading. And then the coolest thing that I have ever, ever seen was they had a glue gun at the end of a robotic arm. And um, that's how they were sealing the cases. These were wraparound cases. And it was all incorporated into this system. And um, when I had the opportunity to ask the gentleman who was showing me things around, um, Chris, I asked him, why do a robot for the gluing? And he said, Why not? (laughs) Which I thought was really fun. But there actually are some pretty good reasons for doing it that way. It allows you to give a little bit more access to the machine doing it that way, but it also gives them more flexibility in the different patterns, the um, uh, glue patterns that they can do to seal the cases. So that was really cool. Um, I'm going to do a second thing, too, that I saw that was really cool, but I'm going to let you talk, uh, let John talk for a minute here to tell us what he saw. Okay. Uh, I was in the video jet booth, uh, which is in the South Hall 2042, and uh, I've been working with lasers since the 80s, and I know how to laser coat on stainless steel but I've never seen a laser coater that would actually change the color of the stainless steel. So they have a new technology that allows them to mark at fairly high speeds, two to 300 uh, codes a minute on a lot and date code, and it turns the stainless steel black, giving a really nice black mark on bare stainless steel. Very impressed with that. I don't understand how they do it, but it's like magic. And you had a sample of that, so you must have actually seen it happen. I do. I I do have a sample. They're giving out bottle openers, uh, little stainless steel bottle openers, and printing them as they go. And so, yes, I saw it actually code, 
and was amazed. Is this something that they would be doing on a packaging machine then, or is there a, a package coating application using this technology? Well, for package coating, you would use a, a basically a standard laser that ablates the ink or causes a color change in the surface of the plastic. There might be applications on stainless steel cans, stainless steel cap, plated cans, steel cans, other metal packages. The other interesting thing about this laser was that where the typical laser head is a fairly large head difficult to position inside of a machine, this head is on an umbilical and looks rather like a video jet, inkjet head uh, in terms of size and, and form factor. So a lot more mounting flexibility as well. The other thing I saw that impressed me at VideoJet was a, a laser printer that can print a 600 millimeter by 440 millimeter field. And this would allow it to print on a, on a wide web, print, for example, a cup filler. It would allow it to print uh, a lot in date code on a dozen cups with one laser head, one laser pass. And so that's their model 3640, and I found that very interesting. Okay, um, way cool. Hopefully I'll get a chance to stop by and see that too. So the other thing that I saw, um, actually at a couple of different booths, but it was a vertical form fill seal system that is set up where the um, forming collar and the jaws are moved a little bit so that instead of a fin seal, the seal is actually at the, um, at the end of the pack. So you have a three-side seal bag. And what was so unique about these applications is one of them was also adding a zipper closure um, along that uh, vertical seal. And, um, but a separate company had a spout that was added. And this is a way of um, saving a little bit on the footprint. And um, as far as the spout is considered, um, replacing maybe a preform spouted pouch, which then you can do it at higher speeds in a vertical form fill seal application. And I saw these two at um, the spout was at the general packaging booth. N is in Nancy, 5704. And the owner, Bob Kelly there, calls this the standing bag. And you could do it with a gusset down at the bottom to have it either be a stand-up standing bag or you could do it just as uh, without the uh, the gusset down at the bottom and have it be just a three-side seal bag with a spout up at the top, but made on a vertical form fill seal system. The second one that I saw doing the... If I could interrupt you, one of the interesting things about this, I'm going to have to go see this tomorrow. One of the interesting things is that on the typical pillow bag from a vertical form fill seal, you have sort of a triangular seal of the vertical and horizontal seal, and that can be prone to leak. 
And this, it sounds like now you're just going to have flat seals all the way around. And I think that would be a big advantage. Excellent point, John. Yes, all the seals are flat. And um, the second application that I'm going to talk about was at the Triangle Package Machinery booth in uh, the South Building, uh, booth number 1700. And again, what they did was um, spun the the forming collar and the jaws so that they're making a three-side seal bag. And then the zipper is being added at the uh, top of the forming collar as that vertical seal is being made at the edge of the bag. And um, again, you know, three flat seals bypassing the uh, fin seal uh, thing. And um, the the thing about the triangle machine, which was called the Delta, I'm sorry, Delta zipper tape, was that this system could also then just be converted to handle the regular pillow bags. Um, so you get a lot of flexibility out of the same system. Yeah, I think, I think that sounds like a tremendous innovation, and I look forward to seeing it tomorrow. Okay, and I'm looking forward to what I'm going to be seeing tomorrow, too. And at the end of the day, we're going to be doing this again and telling you what we've seen. Uh, signing off for now, Lisa Pierce, Pack Expo 2022. 